Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and supporting us. It means the world to us. We would like to offer you to become a patron for Mystery Kids Podcast. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes. One is going to be an animal facts and the other one is going to be a bonus episode that either someone has chosen, one of the patrons has chosen, or that we will put to vote. As a patron, you'll be able to listen to already episodes that are there. We've got the Underground Railroad, the deepest hole on earth. We've got about the werewolves. We've got um, animal facts about the platypus, the crocodile, and the taipan. And we have the funny story of the Australian emu war. So there's plenty of content that we'd love to share with you. If you want to become a patron, you're going to head over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N com backslash mystery kids pod. And that's where you're going to sign up for $5 a month and get that bonus content. Thank you so much again for all your support. Today on the mystery kids podcast, we'll be talking about a missing person in Paris. Welcome to mystery kids podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Mystery Kids Podcast. First, we have to announce our newest of patron members. From Los Angeles, we have Ever, who is nine, Willa, who is seven, and Addie, who is seven. Thank you so much for being a patron. I hope you guys love the bonus episode from this last month on Dyatlov's Pass, one of the most fascinating mysteries I can even think of, and I'm still trying to come to terms with it. I also want to welcome our newest patrons, Paisley, who just had a birthday in January. So happy birthday, Paisley. And we've got Elizabeth and Catherine. Thank you so much for your support. It really, I I say it every time, but I truly mean it. Thank you for keeping this podcast going. I just appreciate your efforts. And in the future, more is coming for the patrons because I just want to thank you for, for supporting us. Also, it is the beginning of the month, which means birthday shout outs. So make sure that you fill out our birthday form. Um, it will be in the show notes or head over to our website, um, Mystery Kids Podcast, and fill out a form so I can shout out your kid's birthday in their birthday month. So February actually probably has the least amount of birthdays that I've seen. So um, I love February. It's when my my little, he's going to be four soon. My four-year-old was born. And so I love a good February birthday. So happy birthday to Sam Iksha, David Buchinski, Denise, Ava, Zoe, Hubble Neiman, and Abby Boyate. I'm so grateful that I hope you have a happy birthday here in February. Today's episode takes us to Paris, since I thought, you know, it's the month of love, it's February, Valentine's Day. I was like, you know, let's head to Paris and see if there's any mysteries there. And I found us a fantastic mystery about Louis Le Prince. Now, I love France. I absolutely love everything about France. I took four years of French um, from junior high to high school and just think French is absolutely fascinating. Don't ask me to say anything in French. Um, all I've got is tu es un nanana, which means you are a pineapple. That is that is all 
That is all my French that I have. Oh, and allons-y, which means hurry up. So that's pretty much it in my French that I learned for years and years, but I love France. I just find it to be a fascinating country. And so as I was looking this up, this was an interesting story, a total mystery about a man who went missing and not just any man. This is a man who was the early inventor of the motion picture camera. So Louis M. Augustin Le Prince was born August 28th, 1848. He was an incredible French artist and he was the inventor of the early motion picture camera, which is gonna come into a lot of sequences here. He was the first person to actually shoot a moving picture sequence using a single lens camera and a strip of paper known as film. Um, he has been credited as the father of of cinematography, but his work did not influence the commercial development of cinema, owing at least in part to the secrecy surrounding his developments. So known to his family as Augustine and his English friends, um, his English speaking friends would call him Gus. Le Prince's father was a major of artillery in the French army and he was an officer. So when growing up, he spent a lot of time in the studio um, with his father's friend, who was the pioneer of photography, Louis Daguerre from whom Le Prince may have received some lessons on photography and chemistry before he was 10 years old. So he's in working with this like incredible inventor and explorer who just was, he was learning all these things before he was even 10 years old. And his education eventually went on to include the study of painting in Paris. And he um, did a lot of chemistry at the university, which provided him with the knowledge to utilize his invention in the future. In 1869, he married a woman named Elizabeth Whitley, and she was also a talented artist. And they were in Paris during their honeymoon. Le Prince repeatedly visited a magic show. He was totally fascinated by the illusion with moving transparent figures. Um, there was presumably like dancing skeleton projections, and there were reflections from mirrors that kind of made people or these things look like they were moving. So he kept thinking on this. This was something that just kind of stuck with him for a long time. So Le Prince and his wife, they actually started at a school of applied art. It was known as the Leeds Technical School of Art. And they became very well known for their work in fixing colored photographs on metal and pottery. So that means like putting a photograph on top of metal or on top of pots, clay. And it led them to be commissioned or to be paid like uh, for their services for the portraits of Queen Victoria and the long-serving prime minister during this time and this was kind of a way to keep a time capsule mind you this was like in the 1800s so there weren't a lot of ways for people to keep memories and keep photographs in 1881, Le Prince headed to the United States. Um, he kind of stayed in the country with his family during this time, and he started 
producing panoramas. So kind of like a long picture where they're able to take a picture and kind of move it so they could get a larger picture of the area versus just when you snap a picture of like one spot. And so they were actually working in famous battle sites. And these pictures were um, shown in New York, Washington, D.C. and Chicago. So he became very well known. And during this time, he began experimenting relating to the production of moving photographs, designing a camera that utilizes 16 lenses, which was the first invention he ever patented. So the camera was capable of capturing motion. It wasn't this complete success like we know today, because what was happening was each lens was photo, like taking a picture of the subject just from a different viewpoint. So the image kind of jumps about versus taking like a clear shot, like pretend you were taking a picture of someone walking and it's literally just like someone kind of jumping, like it's kind of not as clear as our videos are today. So he was, this is when he began working on it. That was when he was in America. So he returned back to France in May of 1887. And that's where he built a single lens camera in the mid to late 1888. Now an experimentation model was developed in his workshop and was used to shoot his motion picture film. It was first used on the 14th of October, 1888 to shoot what would become known as the round hay garden scene. So it was a sequence of his son, Adolf, playing the accordion. So Le Prince later used it to film road traffic and pedestrians crossing the Leeds Bridge. The film was shot from Hicks, the Ironmongers, now the British Waterways building on the southeast side of the bridge. And it actually has this beautiful plaque on the side of the building. It's a blue plaque that sits there that talks about what he did, that this was the first successful moving picture was recorded at this place. So finally, he did it. He created this successful moving picture and he was so excited to share with the world because he spent many years, let's see, he started it in 81, so what, seven years developing this this whole creation. And so he he was super excited. So in September of of 1890, Le Prince was preparing for his trip to the United States and this was going to be his public premiere of all of his work. He was actually gonna join his wife and children there. And before this journey, he decided to head to France to visit his brother in Dijon. On the 16th of September, he took a train to Paris. But having taken a later train than planned, his friends missed him in Paris and he was never seen again by his family or friends. So the last person actually saw Le Prince was at the Dijon station and that was his brother. So the French police, Scotland Yard and the family they went under exhaustive searches to find him, but he was never found. And he was actually officially declared dead seven years later. Now, there were a lot of wild and strange theories that were proposed during this time of what could have possibly happened to Le Prince. So there was the Patton Wars assassination. Okay, this is the first theory. Christopher Rollins pursues this assassination theory. Okay, so assassination means that someone killed him. Along with other theories, he discussed that Le Prince's family um, was suspicious over Edison's 
patents, which I've seen a lot um, and heard a lot in my research and like history diving of Thomas Edison and that he kind of had someone on the inside that was always looking at new patents so that he could kind of get in before their patents were approved um, and kind of steal other people's patents. So again, this is another theory, but um, this man that came up with this assassination clear theory claims that at the time he vanished, Le Prince was about to patent his 1889 projector in the UK and then leave Europe for his scheduled New York official exhibition to show off his beautiful thing that he created. So his widow assumed that foul play had happened, um, even though there was no concrete evidence that ever emerged. So in 1898, Le Prince's elder son, Adolf, who assisted his father in many of his experience, was called to kind of go under litigation with Edison because Edison was now trying to invent the moving picture camera. And so Le Prince's widow, Lizzie, and Adolf hoped that this would gain recognition for Le Prince's achievement because he created this and he worked really hard against it um, to develop this whole system. But their hopes were then dashed. Two years later, Adolf Le Prince, he was actually found dead on on Fire Island near New York. So he was never able to finish the fight and fight for his dad who had worked so hard to invent such a unique a, a unique thing that had never been heard of before. So the thought is that um, Thomas Edison or part of Thomas Edison's crew had actually assassinated um, Le Prince to try to steal this patent and steal this fame, which if you don't know, Thomas Edison is actually the one who's most often attributed to the moving picture camera. So hmm, just a interesting little side thing in there. <laughs> um, so the next theory is the disappearance was ordered by the family. Um, in 1966, Jack DeSillens proposed a theory um, that claiming that Le Prince voluntarily disappeared due to financial reasons and familial conveniences. So he notes that it kind of was easier due to their financial struggles that he decided to leave. Again, this is based off of no evidence. It was just a theory that was put out there. Now, the next thought was that he was killed for money, which, you know, it kind of makes a sense that this has happened before in history, but they believe that it was actually his brother that had killed him and his brother tried to kill him for money. But again, he was in a lot of debt. So at the time, he didn't exactly have a lot of money. If he would have waited until the the moving picture was developed and everything like he would have made so much money off of that but he didn't have any money at the time um and so another thought is that somehow he either ended up drowning in the river that something accidentally happened or he ran away so these are kind of the theories which I don't know. I, the only one that seems plausible to me is the assassination theory because of what he was creating. He was creating such a unique 
a unique item. So on January 10th of 1888, so earlier the year before he went missing, that same year before he went missing, he was granted an American patent on the 16 lens device that he claimed could serve as both a motion picture camera and a projector. So he was able to get this patent, which is really important. So a patent basically says, you're the first one that's ever created anything like this. And if anyone else creates it, they're probably copying you. So (laughs) that was very important that he was able to successfully get that patent. So he was supposed to show up in New York City to follow up his research. And that is when he ended up going missing. So he was never able to like he would come in. He claimed his patent, but he was supposed to kind of I want to say like prove his patent to like show it existed. And he was never able to do that because that was exactly when he went missing, which you can't tell me isn't a coincidence. So his work was largely forgotten until about the 1920s. And in April 1894, there was the Kintisco Parlor. um, And that's when Thomas Edison was credited in the U.S. as the inventor of the cinema. So this is years later. And then in France, the Lumiere brothers are hailed as the inventor of cinematography. So it's kind of like a both, both kind of had this claim which happened right after he disappeared. In Leeds, Le Prince is still celebrated as a local hero. On December 12th of 1930, the Lord Mayor of Leeds unveiled a bronze memorial tablet um, at Le Prince's former workshop. Um, And in 2003, the University's Center for Cinema, Photography, and Television was named in his honor. So he was still wanted to be seen in this area as someone who did create something incredible and someone that should be no- should be known. He should be known for all of his hard work and the effort he put into it because even though he disappeared, he kind of laid the groundwork for everything else to be figured out. So he was extremely intelligent and he should definitely get credit where credit is due. So what do you think happened to Louis Le Prince? Do you think that he was assassinated? Do you think he just disappeared? I would love to hear your thoughts because this one is so strange and I just cannot get over the coincidence of when this happened. So let's always remember Louis Le Prince and all the hard work he did to create the motion picture camera. Thanks for listening.